pretty much. Okay, so yeah, we're getting all the boys brand new bikes. Nice. Excellent, Hoss. Appreciate that. I still got like $59 million left, but tell us what you're going to do with your 500 Well, million. you know what? I'll probably put the bikes in front of the house. Like, you know, I'll take care of my boys first. Just like, <laughs> rather than Hoss, who just like third or fourth wheel. You know, I'll take it's care of my boys first. Hey, Jerry. Go on. Play. We're ready. Up in this bitch. <laughs> Episode 4-4. Four, four. four and 4 and 4. Go on. 44. You know, <clears throat> first of all, I'd like to thank our sponsors. Let's give a shout out to Brendan O.D. O'Driscoll Treadstone Funding. What, what? I tell you, go get a loan mortgage from him right now, but golly, the rates are high. Nothing against you, O.D. Ouch. Next but he up. says, marry the house, date the mortgage. Good point. You'll refi. You can always refi. Good point. Next up, the mighty forager. Forager. Just the forager. Fine. Uh, Great Lakes. Bold. Bold Great Lakes Regional Cuisine. Goodness, Jerry. What Kyle, is wrong with you? Kyle Pierce, what up? Lastly, we'd like to give out to the old, uh, Stark's Law. Stark's Law. Right. Great people down there at Stark's Law. Okay, so we got some. We got a little bit of catch up here. We're back. We're back. Episode forty four. We're, 44. It's we're been a back. While. Uh, you know, we've been working on Jeremiah time for the last how many months? Well, I've you know I've been racing, Hoss. Yeah, you raced one race and uh, two races. Good job. I'm, I'm so so far. proud of you. And you know uh, what? Let let's three races, including UG Man, just for the record. Oh, for that's it. an official race. Well, of course, it's. I mean, it's it's sponsored by the Clips on Tap Team and PWFU right. Podcast. We like to throw it out there. More well, than, sh- can we get race reports from all three races? More them than us. Yeah, I want to hear them. Oh, sure. Well, I'll give you a quick update. Since I was the only one out of this crew that races anymore, um, why don't you tell us first why you don't race, Hoss? Just go ahead and give us the highlights. Oh, I race. I just haven't raced. I got the hip arthroscopy done. We oh, talked that's about, right. We talked about this in a prior episode. But you didn't. I, but got that my, was, I had my surgery on my hip. But you had it done. I had it done. Okay, excellent. It's going great. Everything came out all right. Everything came out. I mean, I should probably give an update, too, about me. I had my senior pictures taken, and everything's fine. I don't know where you're going with that one. Think about it. Your senior pictures taken. That's right. I think you've already had yours taken, too. the hell does that mean? (laughs) When they shove a camera up your butt and take your pictures, those are your senior pictures nowadays, Hoss. Oh, yeah, you (laughs) had that. Yeah, I did. You didn't have have one one done yet? Uh, The audience was not privy to the nice little hand gesture you just showed me oh, to yeah. show what you're actually talking about. Jerry had a colonoscopy. Yeah. You just come out with it. You're ca- always so fucking vague all the time. I had a Jesus, camera shoved. Just say it. Camera shoved with my ass and got some pictures taken. It was very pleasant. I recommend it to anyone and everyone. You know, it's Jim good. Jim Gaffigan does a, a great bit on colonoscopies. And cool. he says, the, the best thing that can come out of having a camera shoved up your butt is they tell you that you didn't need to have a camera shoved up your butt. That's the best thing that can happen. That's an excellent point. <laughs> yes. Good idea. Well, I'm, I hope you got a clean bill of health. I'm good to go. I'm sure good you to did. Go. So, how's Hoss feeling post uh, post knife? Just good. Give it to us. Give us a, give us as our faithful listeners. You know, I feel cap. good. I'm six, maybe seven weeks post op. Walking fine. No more crutches, and going through the physical therapy. It's all good, man. Excellent. Excellent. It's it's really bad news for you though, because I'm coming back stronger next year. Well, it's really bad have, news for Jerry. I don't have to worry about that. So let's give a little recap on the UG Man, sponsored by Eclipse on Tap. Eclipse on Tap. Thanks to the boys over there, uh, Nathaniel, D. Will, and the Duke for a uh, fabulous time again. 
Uh, it was a it was a great great little ditty. We'll call it a race. It wasn't really a race. It's more like a ride, but it gets pretty aggressive when you want it to be. And uh, it is 15 laps around the uh, the mighty underground man here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And it's about a two mile loop. We do about 15 laps, about 30 miles. It'll test you mentally and physically. And uh, the physical part was fine until I think I lost it mentally and I crashed quite hard on lap like 13. And uh, Jeremiah crashes. I sure didn't. And, and I went back and looked. I'm, there was no reason for me to crash. I think I just brain farted. And then uh, a couple uh, of our loyal, faithful, faithful friends fixed my bike for me. Uh, Casey McGovern. You had to get your bike fixed for that? Yeah. My, well, because I crashed. Oh, your handlebars are all twisted. Yeah, they're a little bit uh, discombobulated. And uh, Sean T. Davidson helped me out, put me back on the course. Thanks, guys. And then went out the next lap and crashed even harder. And then after that point, I <laughs> called it a day. Did you break a rib? Uh, I f- sure felt like someone kicked me with a, like a mule kick or maybe hit me with a baseball bat. But, hey. Great training, great times, great people. Uh, and Jeremiah Mann's up and hostels just watches from the sideline and drinks beer. I like it. I, I was there in attendance. I was there supporting the team. You're a hell of a guy. I do believe, Jeremiah, that you won your age group for that race. Did you not? I did. Excellent. I did. Nice job. Yeah. I might not. I might have DNF'd, but maybe not. You no, know. you finished. And congrats to, did Keegan win? Uh, I wasn't really a winner, I don't think, but Keegan probably would have won that. Keegan uh, Koryanik. Yeah. Champion, nice word. underground man. Yeah. Shout out. All right, well, let's let's skip uh, peak to peak, and let's just go straight to Iceman, because oh, yeah, that's the Iceman. real race. That's the season yes. finale. Set it up a little bit. Tell them a little bit about so, Iceman. The Mighty Iceman is a race from Kalkaska, Michigan, uh, point-to-point race into a Traverse City, Michigan, we'll call it. Uh, Timber Ridge is going to campground there where they finish, but it's it's uh, quite the uh, spectacle. Lots of people, four or 5,000 racers, including probably the – two races they have a smaller race slush cup and the mighty ice man people come in from all over the place the winner of the pro heat gets uh like six thousand dollars so it's uh it's enough to you want to win it it's about uh 28.4 miles ish and this year it uh uh the day before was like 67 degrees and the day of rate the race day 9 a.m 57 still quite warm with rain and rain and rain and the day before, it rained all night quite hard with a lot of wind and whatnot. So the course was muddy, soggy, wet, and uh, very festive. And this is a race that many years prior can be extremely cold. Right. You, the weather is always the great equalizer because you never know. Is it going to be decent? Is it going to be cold? Uh, last time I raced, there was several inches of snow on the ground, uh, super cold. There was one year you broke your seat off in the first couple of miles right and finish the whole damn thing with no seat post or no seat yeah it was it was qu- pretty brutal I mean, this is the kind of race you got you can't just uh, go to the front of the race meaning either they seat you in waves you have to do it over over historical data and whatnot and and performance so yeah it was uh i was uh lucky enough to be in wave one this year which uh ironically wave enough, one guy i think the guy in wave two the guy had the fastest time overall no, not overall. Not I mean the fastest time. I think um, you might e- amongst the amateurs. I believe not, so. Not I mean, including yeah. pro racers. Yeah, somebody really? came through. I think it was pretty quick. Yeah. Did he pass you? Uh, he I must have if uh, he had the best time because he would have beat. He would have had to. You were one fifty four, and the in the wave one winners were around one forty. Uh, one nah, one forty five. I think. Okay, well the couple ish. The I wave mean, two guy was three minutes behind you, and he would have had to beat. Yeah, he would have passed you. He, he could have anyway. came through. You, you never know. But my point was, uh, there was. It was uh it was interesting because I think there were some fast guys coming through wave two. We didn't have to deal with uh, the mud and maybe get a better line. I'm not sure. I mean, 
You didn't have to wait as long. So regardless, so myself and the in the EOT team, Matt Dayton, the Duke, went up and raced it for representing the team. And uh, we had a fun day. We got wet. We got muddy. We finished. Um, I crashed hard in the first mile in the same spot I when I pre-rode last weekend. I crashed. And uh, no excuses. Play like a champion. But I uh, I lost the fast group. Couldn't chase back on and finished. Um, I had... Let's just say I was uh, I was faster than my time actually uh, said. So I don't want I, I, no excuses. It's just gonna happen. You know that's that's part of racing. Well, we'll get them next year, Jerry. We'll get them next we'll year. We'll get them. We will get them. So I'll be back. That was the end of the 2022 race season for me, and and probably majority of my biking um, for this year. I probably ride one more time. To be honest with you, Haas. I need uh, about 25 more miles to hit 4,000 miles for the year. I wouldn't say that was my goal, but it is now. Um, I'm gonna finish strong with that. And we're gonna we're gonna parlay that into uh, uh, some R and R. We'll call it some podcasting, maybe some whiskey, mm. and then uh, of, move move forward. Speaking of, we got the Woodford Reserve tonight. We're gonna, gonna cheers with the Woodford. That. Yeah. Cheers, cheers down the hat. cheers. Yeah. Well, let's dive into some money. Let's talk some finance, Jeremiah. And you have tonight's topic. I'm I'm super anxious to hear what it is. Well, let's talk about first and foremost, Hoss. I I'm not sure this will be a very long episode, but it's gonna be an interesting one. Um, let's talk about what's on everyone's mind right now. Interest rates? Nope. Oh, something else. Something probably In- inflation. Nope. Even even more lucrative than that. The election. Uh, that's tomorrow. Nope. 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 Okay, I'm out of guesses. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The Powerball. Oh yes. <laughs> let's let's talk Powerball here. I mean, we are at tonight is uh, uh, the eve of uh, Monday. And uh, the Powerball tonight is is going to be, I think it's plus or minus one point nine billion dollars. That is correct. So, uh, you know, I haven't done a lot of due diligence into this, but you read all these articles how people uh, have won this big amount, this big sum of money, and then they go broke within. I don't even know what the what the average time is, like 10, 15 years, not even, probably less than that, but probably they have less a good than time. That. Yeah. But we're talking $1.9 So what's, you did the math. What's the takeaway? If you, one person won it by themselves, what do they win? Cash option, uh, lump sum yeah. is $929 million. That's $929 million? Yeah. So I read an article, an actual article, oh, earlier in the week about oh. how you'll see now that uh, cash options on lotteries, so Powerball, Mega Millions, or if your state has something else, they are significantly less because they're affected by interest rates. Good point. So the cash option is the amount of money that they have brought in. In other words, so the amount of tickets sold is the cash option. Mm-hmm. The annuity, which is you know the jackpot, which is the big number that they advertise, that's based on interest rates because what uh, what they'll do then is obviously they'll take that money. If you take the annuity, they're going to take that money and they're going to invest it. Right. It's over 20 years. And because interest rates are so much higher now, they can invest it at higher guaranteed rates. Sure. So that's why, anyway, the long and short of it is it's $1.9 billion. A year ago, the cash option probably would have been around $1.5, $1.6 billion. But that's because interest rates were so low. Interest sure. rates are so high now, cash options only 929. Only. Right. Air quotes. Only 929. Well, this one is so large right now to where, I mean, you know, most time people win like 100 million bucks, you know, they walk away with like 50. And it's yeah. like, you can blow 50 million, I'm sure, pretty quick, but it's pretty hard to blow a billion dollars, I would assume. Well, you know, 
after taxes, you're going to take away, I think they're going to, if you, depending on what state you live in, they're going to scrape 45 to 47% right off the top. So let's just right. say you're going to walk away with 500 million. Okay. Just keep so it nice and easy. So 500 million. Yeah. So I, what I usually do is that, so it's 2 million. I usually say take half of it and then half of that. That's what your take home is. It's usually a third of the jackpot is usually the take home. A third. Right. But again, this interest rate anomaly now has us, it's a little bit different. So right so, now you're taking about a quarter. So let's let's just play a hypothetical here just for a couple minutes. We'll play some because of what if games because those are kind of fun. Let's start with you, Hoss. What's the first thing you buy? First thing I buy? Yeah, you got five hundred million. Uh, I pay off all my debts. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Okay, pay off debt. Got it. Yes. Okay. Now you have um, you still have a little bit left, I think. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What's the first thing you're going to buy? Hmm. See, you didn't get you didn't spoil the the subject beforehand so i didn't have time to think about this i know <sighs> that's the best part Hoss. i want to see you thinking i kind of like the wheels are turning here but nothing's coming are out you, of it yeah you know what you normally try to do when you ask these questions you're trying to lead me down a certain path are you Absolutely. trying to lead me anywhere yeah i want to know what you want to buy are you, is it going to be fun stuff or like smart stuff you tell me you got because i'm got, gonna buy a bunch of real estate i mean you probably got i don't I have no idea your debt load but maybe you got you still have um 499 million left We'll round. We'll round. Right. Four ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna buy a bunch of real estate. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna buy four hundred million dollars worth of real estate. Ooh. That's gonna leave me with ninety nine million. Let's just round up and let's just call it a hundred. Okay. Okay. That's gonna leave me with a hundred million. Got it. I'm gonna set up some trusts for my kids. Okay. Let's call it five million a piece. Oh man, generous. Are your kids that good? My parents and siblings, they're each gonna get two million a piece. Wow. So now 25, let's just call it another 10, that's 35 million to to give away to immediate family and parents. Right. Let's just call it 40, so now I got what, 60 million left. Now, Jesus, you're really charitable. You don't give anything to charity, you just give it to your family. Well, we're not there yet. Okay, got it. Because remember, the 400 million dollars worth of real estate is going to return probably 40 million bucks a year and I can't spend that. Are you going to buy like Kanye's ranch or something? No, but the 40 million bucks a year I'm going to make on my real estate, I'm probably going to give away 38 million of that a year good idea yeah and then we're gonna well that's gonna be charity stuff we're gonna right. give away you know breast cancer research uh you know hungry kids that kind of stuff got it you know send money to some to africa you know maybe build a school for underprivileged kids i don't know that's that's the fun stuff i'm gonna do that with the money i make in the real estate okay so you're, you're actually but gonna I'm, we'll go back to the 60 million i still have left over right i'm gonna buy a sweet house i'm gonna buy one car for me one car for Kristen. Oh, boy, that's very nice of you. Probably a nice Honda. And I'm going to buy you and all the EOT boys <laughs> brand new Super Cows. Thanks. New bikes. New mountain bike. Okay. Brand new Imandas. Oh, yeah. New road bike. And what's the best gravel bike right now? Uh, you know, you can, I mean, a checkpoint pretty, I mean, I don't know. I just saw Keegan just got a new checkpoint. Yeah, so I read tonight, too. Never heard of the checkpoint. I mean, oh, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, just a. Um, it's just a gravel bike? Yeah. Trek gravel it's bike. a road yeah. bike set up for gravel. Pretty much. Okay, so yeah, we're getting all the boys brand new bikes. Nice. Yeah. Excellent, Hoss. Appreciate that. I still got like 59 million left. Actually, no, because yeah. I'm going to buy a couple million dollar house. We'll say, I, let's just round again. I got 55 million left. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know. But I do want to go back to that just, just so I think our listeners, can you define the term real estate for us? I mean, so cause it, because you're assumed, I just did the math, some kind of some kind of, some kind of 10% return it smelled like. So take us through it a little bit because I think that our listeners need to understand that further just when you say buy real estate. 
Well, we've talked a lot about the syndications oh, yeah, and yeah. how we I've invest in the syndications. What I'm probably going to do is I'm going to call up every operator that I know of and I'm going to say, hey, I got $400 million. Let's do deals with just you and me and right. cut all the private lenders out. So you're looking for almost like what we call dividend-bearing investments. Sure. And Perfect. I was just rounding. I'm, I, I assume I could find some, some, uh, some investments where I can make 10%. I think got I, it. comfortably I think I could do that. I think that would be wise. I read a lot of articles recently. About, you know, they're talking about company, you know, even stocks with dividends and things like that. I don't think that you want to play games in the stock market anymore. If you had that much money, you just wanted something you could get some some average or even above average or close to average returns and live happily ever after. Well, it's your turn to dream now, Jerry. What are you going to do? Well, first and foremost, you got 500 million. Well, first of all, I would probably uh, I'd go hire a lawyer and make sure that no one knows. Well, I won that we shit. already know that. That's Thank what you. you do. But hold on before you jump in. Right. I got to remind you. Right. You and I have had a standing deal for how many years now? I don't recall. If any. Jeremiah wins the lottery, um, I get a $2 million interest-free loan, and I pay it back over 1,000 years. I don't recall that. $2 we'd million interest-free loan check to that. me. Check, 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 check. But that. we just revised it because if you win this Powerball, it, it's going up to $4 million. Oof, that's a lot. Interest-free, 1,000-year right. payback. Excellent. But tell us what you're going to do with your 500. Well, million. you know what, I'm kind of in the camp of the hoss. I'd probably make some investments, but I, when he says buy real estate, I'd probably go buy some houses first and foremost because, you know, in certain cases, hoss. I mean, I like the returns and getting 10% and all kind of good stuff. But when you have 500 million bucks, the returns don't don't really phase me anymore at that point, right? You don't really. We're talking generational money. I mean, you're talking so much gosh damn money, even wiping your ass with with hundreds, you know. Yeah, you just said, Jerry, that yep. a lot of people win the lotto and they go broke within a certain number of years. Right? I understand. So you need to set your estate up so that it does become generational wealth. Yeah, I put concur. it all in a trust so that it can't that some knucklehead four generations removed from you, who's never been taught anything, who's never worked for money, can just take all that five hundred million and just blow it. Got it. Okay, so I'll you're not going to do that. I am not. And what I said, of course, I'm I'm not going to be able to find $400 million worth of real estate right away. I'm probably going to find my dream house before that happens. I just said deal. that's where my mind goes first, Jerry. Right. You know, I, I'll probably put the bikes in front of the house. I, you know, I'll take care of my boys first. Just like, <laughs> the boss who just like third or fourth wheel. You know, I'll take it's care of my boys first. Ah, got it. No, but I think it's... uh. In certain cases, it's it's worth a, a two dollar line or a ten dollar buy in for five. Um, to just some days, just a dream. I mean, it'll it'll consume you just to dream about what this looks like, and it's kind of fun actually, right? But I would challenge our our, our listeners and whatnot to say maybe that you know five hundred million is a dream. I mean, that's just too big. But getting to a point where you can enjoy life and 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 have fun with it, and maybe you know this kind of stuff doesn't mean you have to have 500 million i guess that's what we want to promote here at the pofu podcast here is the fact that you can you can live out your dreams you just have to scale them a little bit differently and but you have to you know do some things you got to take some risks i think that i would say that this is a, I mean putting 10 bucks out there is a risk because the risk reward is extremely high but the, the probability that you win this is so damn low that it's like it's a risk but it's a dare to dream type deal, and it's kind of fun to get in with your buddies and, you know, texting back and forth. I I buy you bikes or I do this, I do that. You can, you know, it makes it kind of fun. But I would, uh, I mean, I, so my point to you is is further than just the Powerball. I think this episode is about is dare to dream, and turn turn that dream into reality and just just uh, and live it. But you've got to you got to figure it out. I agree, hundred percent. We can all agree that if you're playing the lottery every day, you're just you're flushing your money down the toilet. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, it's it's an awful investment. I mean, we're going to win it tonight because we went in with the boys. We're going to win it. Absolutely. Um, Book it. Book to win. <laughs> but in reality, we're not going to win. But it is absolutely worth the $10 that we all chipped in for the entertainment value. And to just, like you said, to just dream for a minute and just to right. think, what if? But what I do would know. you do? Imagine all the good you could do with that kind of money. But I do know one thing, Hoss. You will not win the lottery unless you unless you buy a ticket. That is true. So you have to dip your toe in the water. And like anything, if you want to get the POFU, you got to start somewhere, right? And if you want to, you want to win the Powerball, you got to start by buying a ticket. You want to, you want dare to achieve your dreams. You got to do something. You can't just sit sit and wait. Excellent lesson. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, Jerry, aka Hoss Gretzky. <clears throat> get some. Well, that was a fun one. Oh, we're done? No more Powerball comments? You any more Powerball comments? No, I don't think so. We look forward to, after we win the Powerball, yes. what's also on the list of the house and the cars and the bikes for the boys. QFU Podcast Studio. Brand new studio. It's going to oh, yeah. be, is the, there's going to be an entire wing of the Blake Estate that's going to be a podcast studio. It's and not going to be a standalone, standalone unit? No. It'll be connected oh. by Underground Tunnel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good thinking. Yeah, right. there'll be a little force field that you got to punch in a secret code to get through, and only you and me and the EOT boys will have access. Right, that'd be dope. <laughs> right, and it's a bomb shelter too, and that yeah. slash man cave, slash oh. barn dominium, slash bike shop, slash wood shop, slash I do what I want. <laughs> Hashtag, I do what I want. All right, I like. All right. It. You know what? You got my spirits up with that. With you know that what? Chat there, Jerry. I like it. Let's let's get this party started. We're gonna win the Powerball, and we'll you all hear about it on the next recording. Episode We're not the next recording. The next time we, well, whatever, whatever. Episode forty four <laughs> is in the books. Let's win that Powerball. Giddy up.